0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So Trista, I will turn the tables to you, or the microphone to you, I should say, whatever we're saying these days for a little heat check.
1: So I was thinking about what we could talk about that would have some level of general NBA intrigue and also some betting intrigue and also that I haven't completely done exhaustive work on and put out on the pod so that if anyone's listening that's a fan they're not feeling like things are redundant. So the thing that I, I haven't discussed yet and I'm kind of shocked that I haven't we gave out our top 10 under the radar players to watch but right now, I think we should talk about Rookie of the Year. I think we should discuss top my top five and then my one that I'm actually going to bet on. And then maybe we'll have some time for uh, you guys to sound off. Tell me what you guys think and who you're putting money on. So Rookie of the Year, I think this year's class is very special. At one point, it was like a little bit suspect where people thought there was only like three guys in the upper tier. Paolo Bancaro, Chet Holmgren. Jabari Smith, right? Paolo from Duke, Chet Holmgren, Holmgren from Gonzaga, and Jabari Smith out of Auburn. But then you see summer league, and then you see preseason, and now you realize, okay, well, what we saw from Arizona and Ben Matherin, oh, my God, maybe there's more depth in this draft, and maybe there's more of an open field than everybody thought, right? So the question is, how do you pick a winner? So I'm going to go over the five rookies to watch, along with who I'm putting my money on to win Rookie of the Year. little background on the winners. Don't take very long shots. Like, I know that you might like, you know, Marshawn, Bojamp, because you're a Bucs fan, or Jake LaRavia. But, like, <laughs> long shots, they literally never win. Since 1988, only two players not drafted in the top ten have won this award.
0: Okay, I guess what? Malcolm Brogdon. Yes,
1: yes. Malcolm Brogdon was won in 2017, and it was a very weird year. And then you've got Michael Carter Williams in 2011, right? Definitely helps to be drafted high. In the past 20 years, 15 players drafted in the top five, including seven number one overalls, have also won. But I think this is actually a kind of a new era in the NBA. I think that there's going to be more players later in the draft, not necessarily second rounders, but later, meaning non-top 10, who can win it. At one point, no second round draft pick had ever won an MVP before. And here we are with Jokic having a back-to-back MVP sitting in his pocket. So, a few tips. Number one, sometimes the favorites that have such heavy odds, even a top draft pick has value, right? So, like Scotty Barnes opened at plus 1,500 to win the award, Mm -hmm. for example, because Cade Cunningham and Evan Mobley were such heavy favorites. He was plus 1,100 in the preseason. Even in mid March, you had Mobley who was minus 700 and Barnes was plus 700. As we all know, Scotty Barnes ended up winning the award, right? Secondly, if you're gonna choose somebody, They can't be injury-prone. And we'll talk about one of the guys to watch. One guy I'm not betting on because he's very injury-prone. So a lot of times you have rookies who aren't going to win because their season gets cut short due to injury. Like, for example, Zion. LaMelo hit the bare minimum when he played, like, 51 games. He got a lot of flack. The only reason LaMelo ended up winning the Rookie of the Year that year is because, why? For some unforeseeable reason, Aunt Edwards didn't start games until, like, what like 30 games in or something like that so and thirdly you have to get minutes like you have to be playing minutes and the ball has to be in your hands you can't just be on a team where you're a nice rookie and then you've got a chucker or a guy who's a ball stopper along with you you're never going to win you're never go- and on top of that you have to have highlights period like highlights drive the narrative highlights end up getting us all excited Highlights and narratives were what we've seen, even for somebody like Defensive Player of the Year, when Marcus Smart won it. Right. right. Marcus Smart should not have won Defensive Player of the Year. He wasn't even the best defensive player on his own team. But because we had people writing think pieces about Gary Payton and how guards not haven't hasn't won it since, like that really shifts things. You know, especially like you're talking about a guy like Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith's not even on my top five to watch because he's on a team full of a bunch of guys who have the ball in their hands in terms of Kevin Porter Jr., in terms of Jalen Green. like There's Josh Christopher, even. So, Jabari Smith, sorry, Jabari. You're going to be standing in the corner shooting threes. Is that something that's going to get you the rookie of the year? I don't think so. So, let's go through the list. Paolo Bancaro, plus 150. Odds-on favorite, number one pick in the draft. I love Paolo. He's not my pick, but I love him. I was underwhelmed by him at Duke because he was always sweating and he was getting uh, cramps and... In the Beck Studios, we killed him, and I lost nine units on the second half because I thought maybe he would show up, and he didn't. And then I saw him in person, and I was like, this guy's a giant. This guy is legitimately like the Jolly Green Giant. I've never seen any human—I don't even know how to explain it. You guys need to see him up close. I like, get something that I've mentioned, and Ryan's been listening to me jabber on about how big Paolo is. It's- he's bigger and more impressive than LeBron James. Like, that's—he's bigger and more impressive physically— than LeBron James. That's wow. absolutely a fact. He's like a Hulk. Like he's he's so huge, 6'10. Like 6'10, PJ. He's that tall. 6'10! 260 pounds.
0: I didn't realize that.
1: Like 6'10! And he has guard skills. So you see him, he's no jack, like he's no beanstalk. He's like the 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 real deal giant. Right. So for him to do what he's going to be able to do, and I think Orlando is going to get him the ball a lot. They're going to try to use him as a point forward. I think he will have highlights. I think he will have a lot of blocks. That'll help him a lot. And that's there's a reason that he's odds on to win. But the truth of the matter is that they're not going to be on national TV very often. Yeah. They're just not. He plays for Orlando. There's not a lot of intrigue for this team. Secondly, Ben Matherin, plus 1,100. I love Ben Matherin so much. That's, that's my pick. That's your pick? Yeah. I love it. That's why I think I'm he, puts, the bell. he puts the league on notice a couple of nights ago, lights out 27 points for performance. I think he's going to put the team on his back a lot. That helps. Like these game winners help. Eight for 12 shooting, highlight real windmill. Like I don't think you can ever discount highlights. What I also like about Matherin, he was drafted in the sixth slot by the Pacers. He's going to be playing on a team that's cleared the decks for him. And Tyrese Halliburton is not a ball hog. Tyrese Halliburton's going to look to have him get open shots, and he's also going to have the ball in, the hand, in his hands a lot. He plays yep. great defense, and again, I think he's a star. Here's a sneaky pick. I know it's a homer pick. Shaden Sharp at 20-1. to Portland's going to be bad, and I think people not, are not quite sure how bad they're going to be. Let me tell you this. like Their win total under is probably a lock. Like I think they win 39 games this year, like 38 games, like maybe less. He's going to have, if they're a bad team and Portland knows it, He's going to have a ton of minutes. And his—he he's a highlight machine. He can get above the rim to the point where it doesn't even make sense. It looks like he's on a trampoline. Like, his head is so far above the rim, it's, like, ungodly. Yeah, He can break guys down off the dribble. He has footwork. He can turn around, fade away. It's just one of those, like, guys that can do everything off ball, like weak side blocks that go into the third row of the stands. Those are the kinds of like complete tape where you say, Oh boy, shade and sharp 21. Don't hate that. And he is absolutely balled out. If the wheels fall off for Portland, he's absolutely going to get shine. And he's absolutely someone to look for, especially that value. I like that. Jay Nivy plus 500. This is the one who I think is interesting because he's, he's gotten injured before. Uh, he plays out of control. He got shut down in the summer league with an ankle injury, but he does have a good opportunity to shine in Detroit. I think it's the right place for him. He's got a lot going for him. He's 6'4", 6'10", wingspan. His comp was Victor Oladipo before Victor Oladipo got hurt. Scouts say that he's the second most athletic player in the draft behind Shaden Sharp. And like most people think he might be better than him uh, at taking the rock to the rim, right? So I think he's drawing a lot of comparisons to John Morant. But he's sort of like a, a little bit of Zach Levine before the knee injury as well. He's a good free throw shooter. I just don't know necessarily if Detroit's going to have enough nationally televised games. Right. I know they're a sexy pick, but I think that they're going to be a league pass team a ton. Mm-hmm. He has tunnel vision. I think he's going to turn the ball over a lot. He scored 16 points on six for nine shooting the other night in his preseason debut. That's the stat line I think you're going to see. I think you're going to need more than that in order to win rookie of the year. Interesting sneaky pick is Tari Eason at 22 to one. I know. He's going to have more highlights than Jabari Smith this year. They're on the same team. It's a real long shot, like a real, real long shot because they drafted him 17th out of LSU. But people love this kid. He is a highlight machine, athletic freak, can get out into transition. He can block shots. He can steal the ball. He's got a lot. Like people call him a specimen. 6'8", long wingspan, drawing comparisons of, I don't know, Dennis Rodman. He's like the new Dennis Rodman that can score. That's what they say. I love these top five rookies, but my pick to win Rookie of the Year is very simply. Can you guys guess? Do you guys want to guess?
0: Keegan Murray. It's
1: Keegan Murray! <laughs> it's Keegan Murray! And I hated him. I did. I hated him in college, and then I saw him at the Summer League. And just like Paolo Bancaro, when you, you see him up him close. In college? Yeah, I was just like, I don't know. I said his his, his comp was like a... a More disciplined Kyle Kuzma. (laughs) I know, and he's so much better than that. Yeah, Jerry West said that he's quietly spectacular. He's Mm, just going to be one of those guys who you look up and all of a sudden he's got 26, 10, and 4 night after night. I saw him hit like a game-winner. Uh, in the summer league, not to say that that matters, but I think he's going to have moments like that. If he can impact winning, I think that that will matter. He's already getting a lot of steam. You can feel people starting to say that. His game is insane. Like, he's just very smart. He knows, obviously, he can shoot the ball, but he knows where to be. He's going to be a rebounding machine. Not to say that that highlight matters. But I really think if Chet didn't get injured, he would be my pick. But now that Chet is injured for the year, I, I think it's Keegan's to lose. And he plays great defense. He can score, shoots 40% from three. He's the full package. And I think he's going to get a ton of minutes. And that's why I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year on a Kings team that's going to be a playing team. Learn more at Marines.com. All
0: right, Trista, first off, well done. Thank you. That yeah. was excellent. Yeah, Thank you. I hope everybody enjoyed that info. Loved everything you said. There were some very key points in there. First off, you're so right about nationally televised games. Like, that's huge, right? I know people that vote for these awards, they obviously have league pass and everything. But in the age we're in now, like, media and sex appeal, like, all that stuff comes with awards like this nowadays, I feel like. So... I think that's that's very important. Obviously, durability, another one, right? Your best ability is availability. Like, you have to stay on the floor. You have to be healthy. So that was key. I like the Keegan Murray pick. I'm just going to roll with Matherin. He was my favorite college player. That. He was Me my too. favorite college player last year. And, you know, the thing with the Kings is, obviously, Fox is the guy on that team. They have Herter now. They have Sabonis and I know Murray's probably still going to score 15 points per game, maybe even 20. And if he does that, he'll probably win Rookie of the Year. I don't know if he's going to go that high, but he's definitely going to get his shot volume. And we talked about Kings Overs all season is mm-hmm. going to be a play that probably. Especially if are they gonna...
1: score 130 points per game.
0: Oh man, big time! But you talked about you know the key with Indiana is there's really no guy on that team who can like go get their bucket outside of Matherin, and I just. I think that's the key. And with the value on him there. He's got
1: Dame-like qualities. He
0: does. And I just, I love him. That's my guy. So like, I'm going to roll with him. Who are you taking? Oh, uh, you've actually talked me into, I like Shaden Sharp at the price of twenty. That was also I, another good long shot I liked. Ju- I watched the game a couple, uh, it was about a week ago, we dropped like 27. Then you brought up the Warriors game, and I know you like the Warriors a lot in that game. So I watched the highlights, and they looked awful. Because I was like wondering what to do with the Blazers, because if Dame stays, which he's probably going to stay and stays healthy, I could see them being a surprise team. But the only highlight was Sharp, man, and. He had 17 points in that game. He had like six boards, but the more important thing was he caught this alley oop that Oof. went, you know, viral right away. And that's what you want, like rookie of the year virality. Yeah. yeah, you want you want some attention to these guys, especially on bad teams. So. He already
1: has like four highlights.
0: I love that price, David Roddy. Sure, watching so. him now, Could we- be a little pizza money sprinkle. I don't know about. all <laughs> that.